Still. At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Ms. T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. Hello, listeners. You're back where it's at, and this is Tanisha Baker joining you with this week's edition of Talking with T, the show designed with you in mind. And I'm speaking the flow that will keep you in the know where we keep it real and true to make it do what it do. It's December 21st, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, actors Samuel Jackson, Kiefer Sutherland, and Jane Fonda as well as the late Florence Griffith Joyner and singer Betty Wright. If your birthday is tomorrow, Tuesday the 22nd, you share your birthday with singer and actress Jordan Sparks, Republican presidential candidate Ted Cruz, news anchor Diane Sawyer, and music producer Luther Campbell, former member of the Two Live crew. On this date in history in 1988, Reverend Jesse Jackson coined the term african-american and in 1976 the spingarn medal was awarded to alvin ailey in recognition of his contributions in the field of dance on this date in 1959 barry gordy jr established motown on the national calendar today is national crossword puzzle day and national humbug day take note that tomorrow is winter solstice the shortest day of the year our theme this month is Dare to Dream Big in December. I will take the opportunity each week to remind you to chase your dreams and take steps toward making them a reality. If you never chase your dreams, you will never catch them. You are never too old to pursue your passions and devote time to your dreams. Don't be afraid to take risks to go after a dream that no one can see but you. Well, listeners, I have a special treat for you today. I have on the line with me both Jay Lawrence and Pam Campbell together as we review Trending News, Jay's Way, and The Crazy Chronicles. So, Jay and Pam, how are the both of you? Can't complain. Well, that's great. All right, all right. We're going to start by talking about the latest blockbuster, Star Wars, which broke a record for its latest episode, The Force Awakens, earning $57 million during its debut. You know, I remember the first Star Wars came out when I was seven. And surprisingly, to people I know, I was actually a fan. So, yeah, I enjoy Star Wars. I don't know if I got into it just because it was the it thing at the time, but um, I've kept up with it pretty good until now. Has anybody seen the movie? I haven't seen the recent installment. I just can think back to when I was little, a little boy. And so I can't remember how old I was, but I do remember going to see it. And I don't remember which one, which Star Wars it was. It wasn't the first one, I don't think, because if you were seven to me, sir. Don't, don't, please don't go there. (laughs) (laughs) He's just saying, and I didn't go see it. I started to take the kids and grandkids to go see it. But when they said it was about $20 for 3D, you know I got a slew of children. I could not (laughs) think that much. So I think I'm going to wait till it gets to the Chevron and get it. <laughs> okay, well. I'm, I'm going to go see it in a couple of weeks when, you know, I can get somebody else to pay for it. Because I have this tension of going to sleep on movies. I'm a little ashamed to admit that. But, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll get all excited about going to see a movie. 
stay awake for the beginning, fall asleep somewhere in the middle and wake up at the credits like I really <laughs> stepped through the whole thing. <laughs> You're not the oh. only one. You're not the only one. In this episode of Star Wars, John Boyega plays Stormtrooper Finn, and he becomes the film's first black leading character. Now, of course, you know the racists reared their ugly heads once again in protest of him landing this role. But he's quoted in saying, I'm in the movie. What are you going to do about it? Either you enjoy it or you don't. So I'm personally Damn. proud of this young man. Yeah, exactly. For landing a role that breaks the stereotypes that are often placed on black actors. And y'all know I love Yoda, right? Right. Okay, yeah. all right. So, okay, in my best Yoda voice, this is what I have to say to the racists. If stupid you are, speak you should not. <laughs> and I will be sharing. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you can find my other list of famous Yoda quotes on Talking With T on Facebook, Twitter, or maybe even the website. And feel free to contribute. I know other people enjoy coming up with these Yoda quotes. And his grammar is kind of backwards. But if you can get the hang of it, it's quite entertaining. Right. The, the English teacher will let him fly. <laughs> what did you say? I said, argue with him, we will not. <laughs> All right. Well, on a more serious note, let's turn our attention to Bill Cosby. He's back in the news after he filed suit against seven women that accused him of sexual assault. So it's reported that 50 women publicly accused him of drugging them and then sexually assaulting them. And that was a big controversy among his fans because no one really wanted to believe that the lovable and respected Dr. Hustable could commit such acts. And those that did believe that it happened were furious, and they were stripping him from titles and his honorary doctorate. And I think they were wanting to remove his star from the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I'm not sure if they did that or not. I don't remember. But he states that he neither drugged nor assaulted these defendants. And so he filed his suit in response to the civil suit that they filed. And additionally, Bill Cosby's lawyers are fighting the subpoena against his wife, Camille Cosby. His attorney said that the information from the couple's private conversation should not be allowed and that it's privileged. And the lawyer of the accusers say they're not backing down and they want their day in court. So keep in mind that Cosby has not been charged with a crime, but it's all crazy to me because both sides seem so adamant about their view of the event. Yeah, um, and I was looking online at the um, report about them subpoenaing Camille Cosby, and I don't know, I was I was reading it, and I thought to myself, okay, uh, what would she have to say and what would she have to do with this whole case? And like you said, they're subpoenaing her, for their private conversations. All right, so let's just be realistic about this thing here. And Pam and Tanisha, y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, but, I mean, what African-American woman is going to get up and tell all of her husband's personal business, their household business, in front of all these folks? Have you been on Facebook lately? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, well, there you have it. But (laughs) I would say not one that, you know, she married him at 19. And right. she still speaks very highly of him. And you never know what goes on behind closed doors. But I know that those doors are closing behind a million-dollar mansion. So I'm pretty sure that, one, she's not wanting to believe it. And if she does know about it, I don't think she's of the character that's going to put her business out there. Right. I just I just don't see her doing that. And Camille is educated. And, you know, she's not like the Facebook queens, the Facebook drama mm-hmm. queens who, like, tell 
all their household business, tell everything about their husbands, what the husbands do, who they're doing it with, and where they're doing it at. So I, I just don't, I just don't see Camille. But you know, if she's subpoenaed, she won't have a choice. True, true, true. But you know, so I, I mean, I don't either. But it, you know, it's all coming back up again, and this is this story's been going on for a while now because we've talked about it off and on. But I'm interested to see what's going to come out of this uh, counter suit and what actually happens when they have their day in court. And I believe it's scheduled for January the 6th. So uh, that'll be right on time for us to talk about it again. The crazy thing is they want to be able to, they want to strip him of all his awards, all his uh, medals, all his accomplishments, but not one of those same people have gave back any of his money he donated. Right. Right. You made a good point. You made a good point. Well, speaking of social media, let's talk. We talked about it last week, but let's talk about it a little bit again. I found a list of pros and cons of social media. And so I'm going to start by talking about the pros. So, one, increased criminal prosecution. So, evidently, social media has allowed prosecutors and the police officers to track down criminals. Now, one reason is I have seen some posts of some very stupid, because I can't even think of a better word, criminals who will post pictures or selfies of them in the middle of their criminal act. Yes. But nevertheless, um, like I said, increased criminal prosecution. The next pro is new social connections. So, and that's one reason yes. that I enjoyed is I'm able to stay in touch with friends and family across the miles. I'm able to keep in touch with people that otherwise I probably wouldn't. And I know people say you can just call, but for some reason we don't. It's much easier and more accessible to get on there and share pictures and and share events and really keep in touch with, with a lot of people. So I enjoy it for that reason. Right. And then another one on, on a similar note is that it decreases the degrees of separation b- between people because yes. there's somebody who knows somebody and, you know, you I've been out in different places and uh, several of my Facebook friends or Instagram followers, Twitter followers or whatever, like, hey, Jay, and I'm like, okay, so how do I know you? Oh, from Facebook. So, you know, they usually know somebody who I know, and we've got that person in common. So uh, it's really, really a good thing to, like I said, decrease degrees of separation between people. And like you said, you get to meet new folks. So Right, right. And then one thing that I read that kind of surprised me, but I guess it makes sense, is that students are reportedly doing better in school that use social media as a vehicle for connecting and discussing schoolwork. So, mm. you know, I don't know what you think about that. Well, you know what, because that was actually a con, that some students are spending too much time on social media instead of doing their schoolwork. But evidently, some people actually use it to discuss things, and they probably can gather a lot of information off of social media as well, if they are looking at information pertaining to whatever subject matter they're studying. And so the last so, role that I have, go ahead, Jay. I, I'm, just, I'm just saying all right because the teacher in me was beginning to rise up a little bit, and I'm on winter break, so you put my <laughs> down for the moment. <laughs> yes, you're, you're on winter break, so just relax and chill for a minute. Okay. All right. Well, the last pro is that there's the ability to share important information and also for networking. People have been able to use it to make connections, find jobs, find suggestions, find lost pets, and all kinds of things. So that's my list of pros. Now for the cons. Too much misinformation. I personally have cautioned people over and over about believing posts 
without investigating the source. You know, there are a lot of satire news sites that will share stories, and people take it and run. But they are no more true than the man in the moon. And so, again, I'm going to encourage people to investigate the source and look for quality, you know, media outlets, newsworthy outlets that you can count on, not Fox News, for relaying accurate information. So in our conversation last week, we had some other pet peeves about social media, but I'm going to ask you, Jay and Pam, if you have any additional pros and cons you want to add to our list. Hmm, a con, a con, a con. Well, okay. Can I can I pick my can I pick my purple pen up for a minute and get in teacher mode for just a minute? For just, just a moment. Sure. Just a moment. Okay. All, All right. right. So here's one of my pet peeves. Here's one of the cons that I have found with social media. All right, and I'm saying this as an English teacher. Yes, uh, social media media is a wonderful way to stay connected uh, with your friends, with your family, to make new connections, to network. Et cetera, et cetera, yada, yada, yada. But social media has contributed to the downfall of correct grammar, correct usage, and correct spelling. So, so why do you think that is? I think that partially to do with the, the, the character limits that you're given on different social media sites. With Twitter, you're only limited to 140 characters, I think it is. I haven't been on Twitter in so long, so I can't. Yeah, no, that's right. That's right. right. Okay, you got 140 characters, so, you know, you've got people uh, condensing what they have to say to try to make their 140. Now, people like me, I'm one of those, if I got something to say that's going to take more than 140 characters, y'all may as well get ready for four or five tweets until I get all of my point across. Right. You know what, Jay, I'm with you. I'm with that's you. Me that's too. me too. But even on sites where you're not limited to characters, uh, I, I've, I've come across several posts that I'm wondering, like, what in the is this person trying to say? So, right, right. Uh, you know, well, one of my things is people trying to be something they're not. I'm not judgmental, you know, to each his own. But people get on there and they're trying to spit philosophy and use all these big words that they don't know the meanings to, and it's, they might as well just be writing super casual. Fragilistic exhalidosis, because that's about as much sense as it makes when it's and all. From the sound of it, it's something quite atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you watch the sound of music tonight too? <laughs> I did not. That just that just dropped in my spirit. Mm-hmm. Well, it was on, so maybe you have a connection to Julie Garland. <laughs> Pam, did you have anything you wanted to add? Yeah, I don't like the poking feature on on Facebook. I done got poked so much in 2015, I think I'm about to deliver. Wait a minute. This is a family show. But it can can come off the poking feature. That's what I do do not like. It comes off. I don't know why people poke me. I mean, I didn't understand it at first. I didn't understand it at first. And I remember the whole conversation on Facebook one time about what is it? What does it mean? And I and I just felt like it was, you know, how you're in a crowded room and somebody kind of pokes you to get your attention. So I yeah, personally, I if I'm in a crowded room, I don't like being poked. So I'll see it on Facebook, but I really don't respond, and I definitely don't poke back. Yeah, I'm not poking people. If people poke me, and I just leave it up there. And it has a feature on there, poke back. Or they have suggestions for people you can poke. I don't want to be... Be poking the reverend no. and all that. <laughs> <laughs> I, some of the people are not poke worthy, and that's all I'm going to say 
on that. But before we move from social media, can I throw another one out there? Please do. People, people, people. Can y'all please quit sharing this post about if you post this old long spiel that Mark Zuckerberg is going to give y'all $1 million. Right. I thought Mark Zuckerberg is not telling y'all. Mark Zuckerberg doesn't know who y'all are. And there's no way in the world that he's going to check Facebook at the stroke of midnight and pick one random lucky person and get him a million dollars. So, look, y'all stop sharing the foolishness. Oh, another one that, that I can't stand, and I know I'm going to step mm-hmm. on some toes, but if this, I step on your toes, they out and keep moving. Okay. All right. So, now, I love the Lord. And Amen. Anybody who knows me, anybody who knows me knows that I love the Lord and, I, and I'm churchy and all of that. But... Um, there is no need for everybody to to share those if you love Jesus type amen posts. Yes, and if you don't, and if you don't share it, you're not gonna go to heaven. Right. Um, get ready. The last time I checked my Bible, it doesn't say anything about sharing a Facebook post. I mean, I was just gonna say, is Jesus on Facebook? Because I see people praying to Jesus on Facebook, but. What bothers me more than that, because that could be a way of witnessing or their way of sharing, and I'm okay with that. But what bothers me is when you pray and curse in the same post. That's one of the things that disturbs me about that, you know, be one way or the other. But there are a lot of Facebook preachers out there, and maybe they touch the soul or two. I don't know. There's some people that's preaching now, and I'm thinking, where did you get ordained that? Is it an online class? I mean, can I get it? (laughs) And, uh, I, I, I see DC with uh, Lil Romeo and Master P. I mean, Facebook School of Divinity. <laughs> Y'all are too much. Well, Pam, you know what? We're not going to leave out the Crazy Chronicles because we've got to share about a mishap that happened during the Miss Universe pageant. And, you know, Steve Harvey was the host this year. And when it came time to announce the winner, he announced the wrong woman. And then he had to come back and correct himself. So the woman he announced was the winner was from Columbia, and she didn't speak English and really understand what was going on because she had an interpreter for most of the pageant. When he announced the correct winner, then this woman from Columbia, she was confused. Now, listen, they had to take the crown off her head and give it to the actual winner, which was from the Philippines. But I said, it couldn't have been me, because they'd have been chasing me all over that Coliseum. Couldn't have been Miss South Central L.A. (laughs) (laughs) What what, would have happened, Sam? (laughs) She would have been like, you ain't taking my crap, Steve Harvey. I don't care if you do got that suit on, Mr. Ballhead. You're not getting (laughs) this crown. (laughs) And I think that crown is worth like $300,000. Yeah, she's going to take that to the squat meet. I was getting ready to say Miss North Memphis would have politely taken that on to the pawn shop. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as always, (laughs) I've enjoyed the both of you, Pam. I can't wait to hear what you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it to you. (laughs) All right. Today's top team is Xavion Dobson. Many of you have heard the tragic story about this 15-year-old hero that died senselessly in a random act of violence protecting others. Xavion was a sophomore at Fulton High School, a promising football player, and a project grad scholar as well as a mentee of the 100 Black Men of Knoxville. His heroism received national attention, including recognition from President Barack Obama. As my heart grieves for a life cut too short, I celebrate his life 
and I'm honored to have known him personally and to have the opportunity to recognize him as this week's top team. We are nearing the close of today's show, but stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwitht.com and following the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Periscope. You can also subscribe to Talking With T Daily to get your daily scoop of trending news. Don't forget to nominate a hometown hero or top team. And we welcome suggestions for topics on what you would like to hear on Talking With T. On that note, I'll end with a quote. Risk more than others think is safe. Care more than others think is wise. Dream more than others think is practical. Expect more than others think is possible. Cadet Maxim. Remember where you heard the word. Keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.